Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hey there, welcome back. This week, we're talking all about marketing budgets for your acupuncture practice. A few weeks ago, I gave a guest lecture at the Seattle Institute of East Asian Medicine all about digital marketing. And after this class, one of the students had such a good question, and that was, what is your average monthly marketing budget? And my really quick answer to that student was sort of broad, that I try not to spend too much money on marketing in terms of advertising. And I really prefer organic marketing and the long-term marketing approaches that tend to be free but take more time and effort. Basically, I made it sound like I don't spend any money on marketing, which is not really true, and that's what inspired this episode. It was a quick and dirty answer, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized it's a little misleading, and I think it's really important and really helpful to know what do people spend money on for their marketing in their practice? What do I spend money on? So of course, I do spend money on marketing, but it's not necessarily a straightforward recurring monthly cost, which is often what we think about when we ask about someone's marketing budget. So that's what I really want to share with you today, a detailed review of my marketing budget from 2021 everything I spent to get my practice more visible last year. And at the end, I will finally break it down into a monthly amount, dividing the total annual spend by 12 months, uh, if that figure is helpful for you. So let's get right into this. I always tend to think about marketing from this perspective in terms of spending money or not spending money. Marketing always costs something. It either costs your time and your energy or your cold, hard cash, right? So if you have extra time where you're not treating patients during your week, if you're still building and growing your practice, then I usually recommend leaning into any of the free marketing avenues that you enjoy and that you have time and energy for. Often these are things like content creation, social media, writing email newsletters, writing blog posts, working on your website, improving the search engine optimization of your website, getting out in front of your community in person, introducing yourself to other small business owners near your practice, as well as, if you're up for it, attending networking meetings like the local chamber of commerce, etc. And then on the flip side of that, typically, is when you're slightly too busy with patients to put so much time and energy into your marketing, but you're not quite where you want to be in terms of patient numbers. You'd like to grow more, maybe a lot more, but your time really feels divided between what you can do for your marketing and being able to take really good care of your patients. So in this case, paid marketing avenues start to become something you might want to think about. And this could mean paid ads like Facebook ads or Google ads, or paying someone to help you with your marketing, like a social media manager, or just do your marketing for you. Because 
at that point, you're you're kind of at a tipping point where you have money, but more money, but less free time. And then you would think about it as paying someone to help you show up consistently and get your marketing done, but still have time to treat all of your patients. So you can, again, you can either put in your own time and effort and do the marketing yourself, or you can put money into your marketing and have it work for you. Have someone else manage it or at least help you. Okay, so with that in mind, let's talk about this marketing budget of mine from 2021. Now, as I told the student, my honest-to-goodness approach is to try to keep my spending minimal, but for me, that means avoiding paid advertisements. It means leaning into organic growth methods for my Instagram and Facebook followings and my email subscriber list, Um, setting up email funnels, regularly sending email newsletters, and actively collecting Google reviews. But to do some of those things, I do spend money on marketing tools that have allowed me to create systems to make my marketing more effective and easier. And I think these tools, these marketing platforms, of course, really need to count as part of my marketing budget. And one reason I think it's kind of hard to say that I spend X amount of dollars per month on marketing or that I have that much set aside per month to devote to marketing is that a lot of these systems and platforms that I'm purchasing are billed annually, like Constant Contact, for example, the email marketing platform that I use. Okay, so let's dig into these details and start out with expenses related to my website in 2021. Obviously, your website is marketing. It helps you get visible. It helps new people find you. So anything that helped me build or update my website counts as marketing in my budget. In 2021, I spent $116 on domain hosting for my website. So this is paying to own and maintain my domain, SenecaFallsAcupuncture.com, and have it hosted by Bluehost. Okay, so that's sort of where my website lives on the internets, Bluehost. But there are many different hosts out there. This is just the one that I've always used. And by the way, I'll put links to all of these marketing resources that I'm mentioning in the show notes. You can take a look if you'd like. In 2021, I also spent $350 for professional photos for my website, and I spent another $116, very precise, on a new website theme. So I use WordPress, and if you are familiar with WordPress, you know that you have to buy a theme or it's basically a design that you plug into your WordPress website, and that theme or design is kind of the structure of your site. And then you go in and you can add your own photos, text, your branding colors, your logo, etc. Or you could pay someone else to update all of those things inside your theme. But if you want a totally new look for your website, a new design, then in WordPress, you, um, I mean, you have options, right? You can have a professional design something for you from scratch, which typically costs thousands of dollars, Or you can purchase a beautiful theme that you like and then customize it and make it match your brand. So that is what I chose to do for only $116. And it is something that I spent a lot of time on last year, editing the theme to make it match my new brand. But the idea is, again, that I decided to spend less money instead of having someone customize it for me and do it myself. Okay, but you could always flip that around 
or find the sweet spot that works best for you, okay? I like working inside my website. It's something I really enjoy. But if you hate it, then it might be a good investment to just have someone else update the theme for you or design something from scratch, okay? Just things to think about. And I'll link to this in the show notes, of course, but I really love and recommend Blue Chic WordPress themes. So if you use WordPress, I highly recommend these. They're really, really pretty. Um, And some of them are, you know, less feminine pretty and more like streamlined, but they're great for small business owners and they have a lot of options to choose from. So if you're comfortable working inside your website and you have WordPress, then I can't recommend them enough. Um, Their help desk is also really awesome. So I will certainly link to that in the show notes. So that was $557 total on my website for last year. And of course, the professional photos and new WordPress theme are not repeating expenses. But the 100, 100, sorry guys, $116, there we go, for domain hosting is a recurring annual expense. The next expense for my marketing budget was paying to be a member of two chambers of commerce locally. So one chamber cost $180 per year and the other is $250. And I think that is pretty reasonable for both. And even though I'm an introvert and I find networking meetings difficult, if not impossible, yep, you heard me say that, (laughs) I do still think they're important to get me in front of my community and just help people meet me. And the value that the chambers provide is a really good bang for my buck, okay? They have frequent events and they do a lot to support their members and help you spread the word if you're hosting something like a special event or a sale. So if you're not a member of your local chamber of commerce, I just recommend looking into it and seeing the cost and then asking them about the other features that they offer. Last year, I also spent an extra $50 with one of the chambers of commerce to send out two email blasts. So that's only $25 per email blast to the other chamber members. I was having a sale on cosmetic acupuncture and I wanted to let the other chamber members know what was happening basically. And there's almost 300 local businesses on that email list. So 50 bucks for two emails was really a steal. And if you listened to episode number, I think it's 27, I'll put the link in the show notes, of course, you know that I used those two email blasts as part of a very successful July marketing campaign last year that made August my best month ever at my practice. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it is out there for you. Um, Definitely take a listen. And again, $50 for two email blasts um, played an important part in the success of that campaign, but is also really just a very reasonable cost. Okay, so again, I encourage you to check out your local chamber of commerce and see what can they offer you as a member. What's included in the membership or will you get discounted rates for sending email blasts to their subscriber list, that kind of thing. Another email marketing expense that I think we often overlook is the cost of our email marketing platform. I use Constant Contact and I have an upgraded account because that allows me to set up email automations, also known as funnels. So as far as I know, here in 2022, 
You can always schedule your emails in advance using Constant Contact. That would be, for example, like you write an email newsletter and tell Constant Contact to send it out in two weeks on Tuesday at 7 a.m. Okay, so that's included. But if you want to create an automated funnel, an automated email funnel with a trigger, then you have to upgrade as far as I know. Okay, and this is constant contact. This may not be true for other email platforms, but an email funnel trigger is, for example, when someone opts into download your email lead magnet, when they give you their email in exchange for an educational PDF that you created, for example, that can act as the trigger that then sends them a series of, we'll say, maybe eight to 10 emails that are automatically sent out every four to six days or maybe one per week. And so I pay $450 annually for Constant Contact and then upgrading to be able to send out that automated email funnel with a trigger was another $270 a year. And even as I'm saying that, I'm thinking to myself that, man, that feels like a lot. It wouldn't hurt to research cheaper options. Constant Contact is solid, I have to say, and I have no complaints, but that's a significant marketing investment, right? The upside to this is at the very least, this is a good way to make sure that I'm sending my emails regularly because I know that if I'm not sending emails to my subscriber list, then that investment is a waste of money and I can't have that, okay? I pay for a good email service. I must use it. Another expense, and this one actually is a monthly expense, is my Canva Pro account. So if you're not familiar, canva.com is a free graphic design website, very, very easy to use. You can create all sorts of beautiful social media graphics and even print materials using Canva. You can design pretty much anything you want, even on their free account. It's really, really good. Of course, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, And using Canva for graphic design, especially for social media posts creation, is something I teach inside Acupuncture Marketing School. It's that fantastic. So if you upgrade to Canva Pro, it's $13 a month, and you get more design options and many more design templates, like social media templates. I find it's very much worth it to pay $13 a month for their pre-created social media templates like Instagram stories because the pro version of the templates are really beautiful and honestly it just makes social media marketing so much easier because everything is created for you you're just changing the text and I just want to toss in here that I do have acupuncture specific social media templates that use acupuncture and moxa and cupping images. I do want to let you know that those exist and I'll put a link in the show notes. You can purchase them if you want because even though Canva provides really beautiful graphic design and social media templates, of course, nothing is acupuncture specific. They don't have acupuncture images in them. Just so you know that's out there, I will put a link in the show notes for you. And then last year, I also spent about $225 on stationery and printed materials, which includes business cards, brochures, printed gift cards, and holiday greeting cards. And I spent almost $50 on postage to mail the holiday cards. I don't think I ended up using all $50 in postage, but that is how much I purchased, and that's what's in, um, that's what's in my spreadsheet. 
But I think that I sent about 40 seasonal cards to specific patients. So I know it's kind of corny, but I am definitely a paper letter in the mail kind of person. I love writing holiday cards for my patients each year. And obviously I have to be selective because it is time consuming. I handwrite each one and I try to stick to 40 or fewer. So I pick patients who have been coming consistently or who I, you know, I just feel particularly grateful for that year and I want to share it with them. Um, And of course I consider that marketing, right? It goes into my marketing budget. It technically does get me in front of these patients and reminds them of me and my business, even if that's you know, not my primary intent with those cards. And then this is interesting. Last year, I actually did spend a really small amount, about $115 on Google ads that for me were just a flop. So generally I do like Google ads and I think they can be a really great return on your investment. But early in the year in 2021, I decided to give it a try and it was just kind of a disaster because of COVID cases spiking in my area. So I ran those ads for cosmetic acupuncture for less than a month and decided to turn them off because people in my area were just not ready to take their masks off for cosmetic acupuncture in February last year. So it was understandable and I it's probably something I should have anticipated and waited to launch those ads until later. And I am tempted to try Google ads again this year. I know I said that I try to avoid spending on ads, but man, I also just love marketing and the experimental trial and error nature of paid ads. I will add that typically for Google ads, I would be prepared to commit at least $200 a month, if not more, for a minimum of three months. So if you're thinking about doing something like this, try to keep that in mind. And the cost of Google ads in your area depends on various factors, including how many other people are also paying for Google ads and vying for that top spot on the page for certain keywords. So only one or two acupuncturists in my area are doing Google ads regularly. And so it might be worth a try around here. But regardless, last year, it was not a good time to launch those ads. And then lastly, I signed up for the paid version of Later app, which is $150 annually and works out to $12.50 a month. Later app is a social media app. Focused on Instagram, although you can also schedule Facebook and Pinterest posts and do other things on later as well. But basically, it allows you to schedule your Instagram posts and stories in advance and auto-publish them. The reason I decided to upgrade to the paid version, because their free version is really quite good, is that the free version doesn't allow you to schedule stories or carousel posts in advance and I really wanted that. So for $12.50 a month, it makes life much easier because I don't have to remember to get on Instagram stories on a regular basis. I can schedule the stories, plan them out in advance, upload the images, and then later app sends a reminder to my phone and I just post the image that I had saved in the app earlier in the day. You know, as they say, Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. (laughs) It also allows you to upload your images into the Later app on your desktop and on your phone app. So you have easy access to an image library 
uh, to help you select images when you are putting your posts together. Okay, so that's really, it's just very convenient. You have everything you need to create and schedule social media posts in one place, including um, hashtag groups, that sort of thing. Uh, And so I have an affiliate link for later app that I'll put in the show notes. Full disclosure, it is an affiliate link. So if you sign up for later app using the link, you will actually get free extra posts every month. So that's a great little upgrade. And then in return, I also get a few extra posts per month or credit towards my account. So yeehaw, happy to recommend something that I really love and that actually makes my life and the life of my social media manager much easier. So overall, I spent $2,295 on my marketing in 2021. And if you divide that by 12, that's only $191 per month. If that feels like a big number, remember investing in marketing is investing in the visibility of your practice in your community, getting your name out there more often, and helping you build faster so that you can ultimately reach and help more people, right? Help more people discover you. So don't panic uh, if that feels like a big number. And of course, you want to think about what works for you and your finances and the stage that your practice is at right now. This is a normal amount for me based on my overall income and as a percentage of my overhead. So just take a look at your numbers and see what feels reasonable for you and your practice and how fast you'd like to grow. I hope this detailed review of my marketing spending from last year is really helpful for you. And I'm so curious. I'd love to start a conversation about this on Instagram. I'd love to know if you have a marketing budget. Do you set aside money for your marketing either monthly or annually, uh, what that is, if you're willing to share, if you're feeling brave, or even just how you think about or make decisions about spending money for marketing your practice. So hop on over and join me on Instagram at Michelle Grassick. I'll include a link in the show notes. And look for the post about this episode, number 36, all about marketing budgets, and get into the comments and let me know. Join the conversation. Again, Links to everything that I mentioned today are in the show notes if you need them. And before I sign off, I just wanted to share something with you really quickly that the scholarship competition for Acupuncture Marketing School is coming back around again. Yay. One of my favorite times of year. It will be here in about five weeks. So specific information about how to submit a scholarship application is forthcoming, but in a nutshell, Acupuncture Marketing School is my foundations of marketing online course for our profession. It comes with 15 NCC AOM PDA credits, and we cover a lot of ground for marketing your practice in this course. The goal is to set you up with a really strong foundation for your marketing. And each year I offer a scholarship competition where we give away two seats totally free inside Acupuncture Marketing School. One to a practicing acupuncturist and one to an acupuncture student. So stay tuned. Details on how to enter uh, will be released probably uh, in the next episode in two weeks. And in May, I'm also offering a really fun really effective new bonus for anyone who enrolls in acupuncture marketing school, including some of my best marketing templates. So more information about that is coming up too. Okay. Lots of exciting things happening 
this spring. I love the fresh new energy of springtime and I'm really excited to share it with you. Thank you for being here as always. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Have a great week.